gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And not only am I back with another one, I'm back with episode 100. 100 episodes of Daily Dimensions, 100 times you've heard my amazing, beautiful voice. 100 times we have shared these stories, these moments together. 100 times you have tuned in and 100 times more. I appreciate you all, man. So this is this is a big milestone, man. This is huge. This is dope. This is amazing. I I can't say I never thought I'd be here, but there's been a lot of reasons to not make it here. <laughs> I'll put it like that. I've always, always told myself I want to make it to 100 episodes. And we're really here, yo, in the timing of it all. Like everything happens for a reason. And for the 100th episode to be the last episode of the year and the last episode of year three, of having this podcast like we've really been here three years so and it just feels like yesterday you know I, I remember walking into guitar center talking to my brother like yo what do i need what do i gotta buy don't sell me nothing cheap he was trying to sell me some stuff that was cheap because he ain't on my, my budget i'm like bro sell me something good i like i'm trying to sound correct you know what i mean and um that's one thing i, I we we've dabbled in different sounds but we we ultimately found the one that works for us um we got equipment that works for us everything that works for us and it has been quite the journey man um I'm proud of me. <laughs> I'm proud of me for making it this far. And I'm proud of y'all for sticking around. Um, everyone who has ever sent me a message, shared a video, shared a post, followed me on a platform, whatever it may be, any form of support and love and encouragement you have shown over the years through these hundred episodes. It means a lot, man. And, um, you know, I love when people reach out and be like, yo, this episode meant a lot to me. Oh, did this for me. Oh, I learned this from your episode. Oh, we, you should talk about this. And like people are engaged and it matters and it's important. Even if it was one person listening, bro, if we're impacting one person, that's all that matters. We did our job. But I know I'm impacting a lot of people. And I know this platform is doing what it's supposed to do. And it's only going to get bigger and better. Um, one thing I encourage y'all to do, anyone who is listening right now, whether it be on your phone, computer, wherever it may be, if it's possible, if, you, if you're not driving, if it's safe, <laughs> don't do it while you're driving. But if it is safe to do so on whatever platform you find yourself on, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it may be, take a moment to leave a review, rate us five stars, whatever you actually want to rate us. I'm not going to tell you rate us five stars, but rate us five stars, but leave a review. And what that does is that helps to recommend this platform to other people with similar interest to you. It helps to grow uh, our reach. It helps us to find ourselves in new homes and in new spaces, and it allows us to continue to do what we do. It is absolutely free. <laughs> you can do it on all these apps. Every single one of them allows you to leave a review. So go ahead, leave a review and share it with somebody you love. So take 10 seconds to do that. All right. That was enough time. Now, <laughs> let's get into the episode, man. This is the 2023 wrap up, the last episode of the year, episode 100. And we just going to recap everything that has been Jordan speaking daily dimensions, Jordan Smith, like everything that has been this year. And I've told you most of it, especially the recent developments with my health. But like we just going to run through the year, the highs, the lows and everything in between. And um yeah, here we go. So I came into 2023 um, expecting it to be a major year, man. It was it was 
like one of those years where I'm like, yo, this year about to be different. Like it's about to be life changing. Like it's about to be dope. It's about to be amazing. And it was a major year, but in a very different way, (laughs) primarily with my health. But it was um, first career wise. It was very different. So I told myself I wanted to speak in a lot of different new places, wanted to get on more platforms, not just be the interviewer, but be the interviewee. Um, And I started off with me being on another local Connecticut podcast called How'd I Get Here? They are based out of Hartford, Connecticut. My boy Spencer and Jacob, if you have not listened to their podcast, I highly recommend them. They're not one of them platforms that's just talking nonsense. (laughs) Sometimes they get up there and you're like, yo, what are y'all saying right now? But it's actually kind of funny. Like, it's not like toxicity. Like, let me turn this off. Like, definitely tap into them. It's How'd I Get Here podcast. They're on Instagram, YouTube, all of that. So tap in with them. My boy Spence and Jacob, shout out to y'all. But I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I would love to be a part of what y'all doing. Love to come on the show in any way and, 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 you know, share some wisdom, share some light. And it was one of the most fun interviews I've ever done, bro. I got up there and it was like we was friends immediately. Yo, we was kicking it, <laughs> cracking jokes. We started singing music, soul child mid interview. <laughs> it went a lot of different directions, bro. And um, ultimately, we were able to share a good message, man. We talked about relationships. We talked about mental health, seasonal depression, all types of different things, man. And that episode is still on YouTube. You can go find it, uh, find it on their page. You can find it on my page as well on Instagram. The link is there. But that was dope. And connecting with different platforms and connecting with different people in Connecticut was dope. And and they had a live event this year. I missed it. I wish I could have went, but I bought the ticket and couldn't make it like transportation was not a thing at that time. <laughs> um, so it started off with that. And then I received a speaking engagement at this organization in Shelton. Um, and that at the time was the highest paid speaking engagement I had ever gotten. It was like. Wasn't even nothing crazy. It was like $325. And at the time, I'm like, yo, this is the most I've ever gotten paid to show up and do something. And it was to do a training. And they had heard from me from another uh, speaking engagement I did. I was recommended to them. And they were like, hey, do you do X, Y, and Z? We need someone to do that. And I said, well, bet. But at the time, I'm still navigating pricing and like what to charge for my fees and my services and things like that. So, I sent them the price or no, not even sent them the price. We was on a Zoom call, a little discovery call. And, you know, they're asking the price and I told them the price and they said yes so fast. I was like, oh, oh, I done lost some money (laughs) immediately. If you're in business and you you negotiate prices, always go high. (laughs) And if they really want you, they will work to negotiate it somehow some way or come with another offer but always go high even if it looked crazy because I told them a price based off of how I felt about myself not about what it was really worth and now I'm like okay always shoot for your worth not about where your esteem level is at shoot for that worth and if they pay it they pay it and if they don't they don't and a lot of times us as business people we're so wired to close the sale that we'll just throw anything out there so people will accept it because we don't want to lose out on money but sometimes you're going to have to lose out on money to establish your value. I've had places where I told them this is my price. And they said, well, normally we don't really even pay people. And I said, well, I will not be there <laughs> because I'm not showing up for free. You're out your mind. Um, so, yeah, immediately I was like, dang, I 
lost some money there. But we showed up, we balled out, we did our thing, man. And that led to another speaking engagement with them, which I had like a couple weeks ago. Same organization, different group of people I'm speaking to. I improved that training. I renegotiated. I got a higher price, a couple hundred dollars more, basically double that price. And I'm like, they 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 accepted it. They didn't even blink. They was like, yeah, you want us to mail the check or you want to pick it up? I said, go ahead and mail that, John. <laughs> mail it. So, yeah, that was dope. Um, another engagement we had not too long after that was uh, Houston Tonic. Yeah, Houston Tonic Community College, man. We went there and we shot a docuseries. For those who are unaware, we shot a docuseries called A Love Letter to Black Men, highlighting men's mental health specifically men of color and we shot five episodes the files got lost <laughs> i got the audio for all five but the video for all of them like only two of them have video the other three the video is lost and i'm still sad about it but i might drop those audio files as like a lost file type joint i might do that but um so we displayed an episode for them, did a little viewing, had a little panel discussion about mental health. It was dope. And it was like 30 people there. Shout out to everybody who pulled up too. shout out to Alexandros for the men's center at Houston Tonic Community College. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, still my man to this day, but we pulled that off, made it happen. And it was dope, bro. It was real dope. Um, and I'd love to be back there, but you know, the opportunity's got to present itself. <laughs> the opportunity's got to be there. Um, uh, so that was my first time speaking out of college, bro. And immediately, cause that's all I like, that's the biggest thing I want to do as a speaker is speak at colleges and universities. So that was my first taste of speaking at a college. So now I'm like, all right, I'm a, I'm a college speaker. Like what? Throw that on the resume. And that led also to speaking at Sacred Heart. So I'm reaching out to different colleges now because I'm like, yo, bet we could make something happen. And there is a gentleman by the name of Rob Johnson. Shout out to you, Rob, the legend. Um, he is not only the director of multicultural affairs for Sacred Heart University, but they also run a podcast. And I was like, I'd love to be a guest on here. How can we connect? Let's do this. Let's do that. Blah, 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 blah. And bro, Rob has turned into an amazing resource. We haven't talked recently, but in january i'm gonna be back on campus i got a meeting hooked up with them we about to make some things happen but rob has been an amazing resource and we did that interview it's on their page as well if you go into the sacred heart multicultural center their instagram they have a youtube page you can find the interview it was one of the best interviews i ever did you feel me and i look at the video and i was like boy you look good boy <laughs> you look good you know so it's dope um and that was amazing because i'm like i remember a time where I was doing Uber for money and I used to be going to Sacred Heart, driving these students around, picking them up and taking them to parties and all these different things like on campus for different reasons. And now I'm the guest on campus. I'm not here to drive your students around to go get lit on the weekend. I'm here as the talent, you know, and that is amazing. You know, and I, I truly believe God will take you into one place in one season. Y'all have heard me say this before. Will take you into one place in one season and bring you back in another season in an elevated way. You know, it's like when David was in the kingdom uh, playing music, <laughs> he came back as the king. You know, like it, you, you come in one way, but you're going to come back another. And that was that's how it was. I came in as a driving ubers i came in when i was in grad school i used to go to sacred hearts library because it was closer to my house and do my homework there i wasn't even a student i was in there running off a wi-fi hotspot sitting in a library doing my homework they thought i went there <laughs> like i was getting printing and everything but to come back as the guest 
is dope, but to come back again in January for a meeting to set up an event to come impact the students is even better, bro. And I love it. I'm excited. Um, and another thing too, like, never mind. We ain't even nah. We gonna say it. We gonna say it. We gonna say it. <laughs> like being able to see um, my sister's growth and development. I have a sister who attends Sacred Heart University, and we don't see each other often. The most I would really see her is when she was at work. But, you know, and she's terrible with answering her phone. All my brothers and sisters say that they're like, yeah, you know, I hardly see her, but she busy and she grinding and she's focused and she be doing her thing, man. But I mentioned her name on campus and everybody was like, yo, that's your sister. Word for real. And they was like nothing but positive things to say about her. And I was like, all right, she's doing the name proud because, you know, people call me Smitty. But people call her Smitty, too, and it's kind of weird. Like she's and she's also the third installment of the name Smitty, because my older brother, David, was Smitty before I was Smitty. Then it was me. Then it was her. So it's kind of crazy how the nickname just keeps transcending all of us. But she doing the name proud, man. Um, Then I spoke at Keystone, which was the first place that ever gave me a chance to speak anywhere. I spoke there in Norwalk uh in may june i don't remember sometime earlier this year but that was dope too to be back in that place to be able to give back you know come back in another season as a better man as a better person a year later you know it was like the anniversary of my speaking career which felt amazing that led to speaking at gvi um at the community farm here in bridgeport with my man rob (laughs) another rob not rob johnson whole different rob but um and shout out to Jess too. We was out there killing it, man. We spoke to them kids. We gave them all journals. We had them doing writing prompts. We, we, we was getting to it, man. We had another kid who was there the last time I spoke. So I was like, "Oh, you back? Let let's get it, bro." I think his name was Zane or something like that. Shout out to him. But it was it was fun, you know. And I was able to have one of my friends, my friend June. He was able to see me speak because not all my friends have been able to see me speak. Um, and that was one of the first times anybody, any of my friends or family or whoever was really able to see me speak. And that was dope, man, because, you know, it's, it's important to allow people to share that piece of what you do and enjoy in what you do. And that led to what is probably my favorite event of this year, my favorite moment of this year, albeit stressful. <laughs> but we made it happen is the mental health cookout. We put together one of the greatest events in Connecticut history. And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> we put together one of the most meaningful, impactful events in Connecticut history, especially when it comes to people of color. We put together a men's mental health cookout. It was open to all men, but it was all men of color in there, bro, that cared about their mental health, that wanted to learn, that wanted to share. Everybody left with goodie bags mental health goodie bags shout out to shamir who put that together and helped us with that people left inspired we laughed we cried we put it all together man and like literally laughed and cried and we ate good we had fun uh i'm still waiting for the pictures troy i know you probably ain't even gonna hear this but i'm waiting for the pictures (laughs) man's cane took pictures and never gave them to me it's about to be a whole year later but uh yeah <laughs> that was exciting and thank you to everyone who helped put that together man putting together events is so difficult man and it's i've put together a lot of events in my life but when it's the event where it's like you're the face of everything it's harder it's a lot harder <laughs> it's a lot harder and we were able to make something beautiful happen, man. And I want to continue to do that. We're going to have so many more events this year for men, women, and everybody in between. Um, it's about to be a dope year. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm super excited for it. But the Men's Mental Health Cookout 
is something that will be here with us for ever. Like it's, it's not going away. And it's one of them things that as we continue to grow it, like this is going to be huge. I think it's single-handedly going to be continue to be the biggest thing. I mean, God will show me otherwise as it continues to grow, but this is one of them things like it started in the yard. It's going to be in the yard for a little bit, but we're going to take this on the road. <laughs> We're going to go to different states, countries, even doing this mental health cookout, celebrating ourselves, letting men know it is okay to feel, it is okay to express yourself, that it's okay to vent, that it's okay to seek therapy, that it self care is not selfish, it's mandatory, man. And if I got to be the example of that and continue to put on these events and continue to get up on this platform and share that, continue to go around the world doing what I do, speaking that I'm going to continue to do it, man. So that men's mental health cookout is that's my baby right there. <laughs> that's my baby right there. And I'm so happy we were able to pull it off. I'm so happy we were able to make it happen. And I'm so happy that we impacted the people we impacted, bro. Like I'm reaching people in a way that before I really couldn't, you know, I'm having conversations with people in a way before that I really couldn't. And I'm, I'm just blessed to be in this position to be able to impact lives on a deeper level, you know, to reach people on a deeper level, to connect with people on a deeper level. So that's just amazing. Um, continuing with the positive stuff, you know, so then I um, I also started my LLC this year because I'm like, yo, my friend uh, on the panel, Shaquem Fowler, he was one of the guests on the mental health men's mental health cookout panel. And he was like, bro, we can't keep doing business the way we, <laughs> we do it business. Like you can't just be accepting money like certain people. You're going to go to them and you have to have an LLC or they're not going to try and work with you. And I didn't know the process. I wasn't necessarily sure what to do. He sent me all the info. I filled it out, did it. And it's so much easier than people think. Like for $120, I now have a, a, an official LLC for my business, man. So it's Jordan speaking. LLC is, is really a thing now, man. And I love it. I'm excited. Like I'm, I'm hyped about it. Like we're legit <laughs> in doing what we do, man. We got to do taxes now. Oh, we got to do taxes. It's that season too but that was dope man we started that llc um and 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 that's some of the positives getting into some of the challenges this year so even in july before the men's mental health cookout and like i shared this with some of my friends but like july till now has been a big focus on my health so in july i had this situation where i was bleeding a lot <laughs> i was bleeding and I went to the hospital to try and figure out why I kept bleeding, what was happening to me, what's going on. And it was just, it was a wild experience. It was a scary experience. I'm like, yo, am I dying? Like what's wrong with what's happening? And to this day, they couldn't tell you what was going on with me, but it went on for like two weeks and they never figured out what happened, have no understanding, no diagnosis, no idea of what was going on. And I'm not even sure what was going on or what was happening. Um, yeah, but it scared the mess out of me. <laughs> and then that further led to um, everything that's going on with my health now. As you know, um, if you've been listening to the episodes recently, and maybe if you haven't, maybe you just happened in right now because it's the year end. But October 6th, I tore my Achilles. I ruptured my Achilles tendon in my left leg. That 
injury led to what is called deep vein thrombosis, which is a bunch of blood clots in the femoral artery in my left leg. And then, you know, when those blood clots, they can break off and then move to a different part of your body. Mine broke off and moved to my lungs. So not only did I have that, but I had what is now considered or what's called a pulmonary embolism. And had those blood clots not been found, had they moved to a different part of my body, had something gone left, um, I wouldn't be here having episode 100 with y'all right now, plain and simple. Um, And it's a scary thing. It's a humbling thing because, you know, like I'm young, bro. (laughs) So I'm not at the point where I'm fully thinking about my mortality. Like I think about my future and I start thinking like, dang, I don't got a lot of time left, you know, but like not to the point where it's like, dang, you know, let me, let me go make a will and all these other things. But um, yeah, now it really makes me think about my mortality. It really makes me think about how short life is, but it's also how much of a blessing it is to be here. Uh, I'm a very spiritual person. And, and recently I was, um, you know, I had my praise music on and I was just giving God his praise and he spoke to me and he said, um, I kept you here because you have a tomorrow. And that was it. Like nothing deeper, nothing higher, lower, but like so much power in that one thing. I kept you here because you have a tomorrow. And I really shouldn't be like, I, I want y'all to grasp, like I really shouldn't be here, but I am uh, by the grace of God. And to know that he cares enough about me to keep me here, but also that he is concerned about my future in the same way I'm concerned about it. Like he cares about my future the same way I care about it and that he knows I have a future like, and he wants me to see it. That means a lot to me. And it, it re-energized me and I'm like, yo, this is only temporary. Cause a lot of this stuff gets you down. You know, when you start looking at how, like, like I'd be feeling like broken sometimes. Like I, I, but then when I hit a milestone, I start crying about it because it's about how hard it is to get there. Like the other day, I, I was able to walk back and forth in my room from one end to the other, just walking back and forth. And I remember not too long ago, like two months ago, I couldn't do that. I couldn't even stand without being in excruciating pain, <laughs> you know, like without losing my breath because not knowing that like there's no blood flowing through my lungs like I really can't breathe my it was, it was so much happening and to be at a point where now like for the first time I went to physical therapy uh, a couple of days ago and for the first time in months I was able to wear two pairs of shoes not two pairs of shoes that's one pair two shoes one pair yeah y'all know what I'm talking about <laughs> I had two shoes on not a shoe in a boot not a shoe in a splint not a shoe in a wrap or an ace bandage or whatever a shoe in a hospital sock I had two shoes on <laughs> and I was walking in two shoes and that was everything for me because it in them dark times it feels like you're never gonna get back to that but you know little by little step by step we're gonna defeat Everything that's happening here, everything that's going on in my life is reversible. Everything going on in my life is curable. Everything going on in my life will subside. And ultimately, you know, as much as it can be seen as something that's derailing me, I see it more as preparation now. You know, I, I got a word a long time ago that um, and it's, it said, I can only bless you as far as your body can take you. And in the condition my body was in wasn't going far like right now I can't go far I can't even get on planes like I'm not cleared to get on a plane right now (laughs) I can't go on a long car ride like if I want to travel long distance I got to take a train and stand up like every hour because you know (laughs) so it's a lot and um 
you know, since all of this has happened, I've been probably in the best condition health wise in a long time, man. I like, I really keep up with all my appointments. I really be going to the doctor. I really be working in partnership with them. And I've lost a lot of weight from my highest weight that I've ever been. I'm 30 pounds down from that. And like 15 of them pounds was in the last two months. Like I've really been like on it. (laughs) I've really been moving. Like I've really been making it happen. And I'm excited to see who I become. I know that this year is going to be a culmination of a lot of hard work, of a lot of preparation, of a lot of things that moved behind the scenes that y'all don't even know about. And I know that God is bringing me into a place of elevation, man. And it, and it starts with this season of preparation, of correcting things, of letting go of things, of, of moving in accordance with his will and moving in obedience. It, it's been such a journey, man. And I get choked up thinking about it sometimes. And I know this is something that's going to be shared. Like I shared this story when I did uh, my last speaking engagement in December. I told everything about my 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 health journey and where God has taken me. And it's an amazing story. One of the people listening, she knew all the medical terms I was throwing out there. And you could see her face. She was like, oh, oh my. <laughs> and she was trying not to be loud while I was talking. I'm like, no, it's OK. You understand what's happening here. Like, it's a big story. I shouldn't be here right now. But um. It's been a journey, man. And I've also been dealing with a lot of like relationship stuff, dating and all those different things. Like I'm learning how to love again, not even love again. I'm learning how to trust again. I've been in uh, toxic relationships, <laughs> a lot of toxic relationships in my life. Some of them long term toxic relationships. And, you know, because of the ups and downs in those relationships, I'm like actively working with my therapist to learn how to trust people again. Um, Because I know that the way I am now. I would just chase away a good thing because I don't know how to trust them fully. And you can't step into a relationship and expect it to bloom and blossom if you can't trust somebody fully. So I'm still navigating those things. Um, Speaking of therapy, I like I've officially been in therapy for a year now, and that has been amazing. We started some EMDR stuff and y'all go Google what that is. I don't want to explain what that is, but I'm hyped for it. (laughs) I'm hyped for it. Um, we doing a lot of different things, man. We breaking generational curses. We defeating trauma. We getting happier. We enjoying ourselves. We loving ourselves more, man. No more imposter syndrome and all them different things. Like therapy has been an amazing tool. I encourage everyone to go to therapy. And if you don't think you need therapy, you probably still do. <laughs> you probably still do, man. Um, but it, it's, it's been amazing. And I've just been growing mentally, physically, spiritually. I've been growing in all aspects and I'm excited for the man that I am, but the man that I'm continuing to become. And I know that as I continue to be better for myself, I'll be better for everybody around me. I'll be better for this platform. I'll be better for the people in my life, my friends, my family, my loved ones, everyone that I reach, everyone that I touch, everyone that I impact in my life. Although there's a lot of challenges here, I just got to see the process through, man. And I'm, I'm happy You know, like I'm accepting the place that I'm in and learning that it's temporary and accepting that it's temporary and knowing that better is still coming. Better is like around the corner. Better is on its way. And I'm excited for (laughs) I'm just super excited for this platform and what's about to happen because we're stepping into a frontier that is about to be so dope. man. like if y'all thought we peaked, we didn't. If y'all thought y'all have seen the best of us, you haven't yet. There's so 
much more to come. Um, and one of those major things is getting into coaching. Like I want to step into mindset coaching, uh, mental health coaching and branching into that because it's something that I literally do already, like literally do already. Um, so why not open up that available to, to more people, make that a service available to more people. So if you have ever thought about getting a, a coach, a mindfulness coach, a mental health coach, a wellness coach, whatever it may be, um, be on the lookout for that. That that's coming. <laughs> that's coming sooner than you think. We just got to put all the pieces in place to make it happen. But coaching is for sure going to be a thing. Um, more events, more engagements, more impact, more content. We're going to be back on YouTube soon. The leg getting better. I could get back in the studio and make things happen. Start editing more. Start making stuff happen. Um, I've also grown a lot spiritually, like I mentioned earlier. Like I was that person who was just started as not going to church often, maybe three, four times a year. Now I try to go every Sunday. Um, and then now I'm in a space where like I be engaged in the small groups at church and I got a small group. We be reading this. There's this book we're reading, uh, when heaven invades earth. I encourage everyone to go read that book. That book is fire. We only on chapter five, but boy, that book is fire. Top five book I've ever read when heaven invades earth. Um, and just building that community of believers around me has been amazing. Um, being able to share my faith with other people has been amazing. Um, and having those people to support you in a difficult time, like the people who run my small group when I was in the hospital, they was reaching out to me every day, praying over me. Like it's been amazing to have a group of people of like mind and similar faith to really encourage you and help you through a difficult time. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, but also I want to get rebaptized, man. I got baptized as a kid, not fully understanding the power of it. Like I knew it was important. I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I was like, you know, excited to do it. But it's different when you get older and now you fully understand how God has been moving in your life. And it's like, I want to rededicate myself to that. I've been wanting to do it for about four years now and just have not done it or found a reason to forget about it. Or like it's just been in the back burner. And I feel led to go do that. So. This episode is coming out the end of the year. Very late. So it's going to be the 31st when y'all hear this. And it's going to be the 31st when they do these baptisms at my church. So uh, when you hear this, it's already done. <laughs> it's already happened. I still got to call them and be like, yo, throw me on there. Throw me on there. Because I didn't fill out none of the papers you're supposed to. And that's in a couple of days, three days. This is the 28th right now as I'm talking to you. But you're going to hear it the 31st. But I got I to gotta do that. So if you don't see it, I didn't get my paperwork in time. <laughs> or something happened, but I hope y'all see it, man. Uh, cause we definitely going to share that, man. And I'm, I'm excited. We're also starting this year off. I started last year, the first week of the year fasting. Um, we're going to do something similar again this year. So if you want to get on a wave and fast with us, we're going to be fasting on the first week of this year. If you want to do the whole month, you can, I'm actually going to attempt to try and do the whole month. I'm putting it on wax now. So y'all can hold me accountable, but yeah, if you want to do that, we could get in there. We get a little group chat going. We get this little accountability thing going. We can make it through, man. So if you want to do that, you want to get into the fasting with us. Um, if you want to understand the importance of fasting and why it's impactful and meaningful beyond the physical benefits, um, but get into the spiritual benefits of it as well. Let's do that. Talk to me. Hit me. I know where to reach me. Daily Dimensions everywhere. Jordan speaking everywhere. Um, and yeah, last but not least, 
I want to let y'all know. So I've been teasing a speaking engagement that's been really big, that's been important, that's been major to me. And here is where I share that with y'all. So, you know, I want to be a college and university speaker. You know, I want to go. I'll speak literally anywhere. Like I said earlier, I've spoken at a farm like I'll speak anywhere as long as I can get the message out, as long as I can impact the right audience, as long as I'm here to make a difference. I'll show up anywhere. You put me on Mars. I'll show up. But May of this year, like May 22nd, I had to go look at the the, the messages to, to figure out the date. And I'm like, man, this has been in the works for all year, basically. But um, someone I went to school with who now works for another university reached out to me in May, said, hey, I listened to your podcast. Um, I recently did an event. Um, at my university, I would love to have you on to give a male perspective and be a part of this event. If we do it again, um, you know, how would you feel about that? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm open to it. And we've been cooking up something for a while now. And the event is going to be in February. I don't have all the details. Um, I'm waiting for that flyer to drop and for the, like the last meeting we have together as a group to happen. But I'm excited to say that your boy, will be speaking at Yale University in February. Your boy is officially an Ivy League speaker. Um, this is something I'm dumb excited about because to go from speaking in a park, like my first speaking engagement was in a parking lot across the street from Norwalk Hospital to now be speaking at one of the biggest universities, one of the most prestigious universities, not just in Connecticut, not just in the United States, but in the entire planet, like at times I really fully can't grasp how big that is, but to be speaking at one of the biggest universities in the planet and they sought out for me, like you can't tell me God, not real, man. <laughs> you can't tell me God and you never know who's listening to you, bro. Cause it's like the person who reached out down. It's not like they, I know they're listening to me. You don't really know who's listening to you, but the fact that, this mattered enough to them that they felt the need to want to include me in what they do. And they felt that I could add value to it is amazing. And it's not something I take for granted. It's not something I take lightly, but man, when I wrap my head around speaking at Yale and like when I talked to y'all earlier about how God will bring you one place in one season and bring you back in another, I used to work for this program and I used the term work loosely because I was there for two days. <laughs> there was this program that they did at Yale called the Summer Institute for the Gifted, where they had a bunch of international students who um, or people from all over the place that would come and do this like two week summer program and they would do it in waves. And, you know, I, I was one of the counselors for this program. And when I say to you, it was it was treacherous. <laughs> it was a lot going on. Great program. But boy, it was a lot more intense than they described. And when I say to you, they had us walking the entirety of New Haven all day, <laughs> all day. My feet was hurting, bro. I was looking at my steps. It was like midday. I'd already walked 13 miles. I'm like, uh, and I still got to walk more. Why am I doing 30 miles a day? <laughs> I can't keep doing this, man. But um, the coworkers was cool. But all that physical aspect of it. We did all that walking and then you would come back to a dorm like because we lived there. We had to stay there. That didn't have no AC. It had bats because <laughs> it's an old building. They got bats. So they had bats. It was it was a lot, man. And I was like, this ain't it for me, dog. I got to get out of here, you know, and then there was a huge language barrier with the international students. And man, it was it was 
tough. It was tough, boy. I, and I was like, yeah, this ain't it for me. It was at, and I was real young then. I was probably like 19 or something. I was like, this is not it for me. I got to get up out of here, bro. I cannot, cannot do this. <laughs> I got on that midnight train. I sent them an email, said I'm out of here. My brother scooped me up in the middle of the night and I went home, <laughs> went home. And that was my, that was my, younger experience with Yale, but I have an even younger experience before that. Me and uh, my best friend at the time, Omawale, his mother used to go to Yale for African dance classes. She's like my aunt and second mom, basically. Um, And while she was doing her dance classes, we would walk around downtown New Haven by ourselves as kids, man. We go to the comic book store and go get food. That was the first time I ever had bubble tea. Like as a kid, like it's lit now, but back then, like I had it as a kid and I still don't like it, but <laughs> it's an acquired taste for real than bobas. But you know, I had, I yelled, been around <laughs> like it's it's been something I've been accustomed to I, I going as a kid then going back as an adult but now going back even now in this space in my life to be again to be the speaker to be the talent to be like you know what I mean like <laughs> to be part of the reason people are showing up for this thing man I'm I'm gassed when I got the message and I was like yeah so what school is this and she said yeah it's for Yale I said oh sugar honey iced tea Jordan, we done made it. We done made it. And now it's like one of them things where once you speak there, there's no reason you can't speak anywhere else. Like, and it's confirmation that I'm moving in the right direction because why would God call me this far to not continue to push me even further? You know, as long as we remain humble, obedient, disciplined, keep God first, include him in all we do. Like some of the best, the best speaking engagements I've ever had have come not from my own work, but God creating the opportunity when people have just reached out and said, Hey, I heard about this from so-and-so. Hey, I listen to what you do. You want to do this. Hey, this is what's going on. Can you make this happen? People talking behind the scenes to get me connected. And then it just happens to like hit my email and I'm like, wow, this is showing up right when I needed it, man. So I'm excited. I don't know if y'all can hear it. And I hope y'all are excited too. <laughs> Your boy finna be at Yale. The flyer dropping soon. Content coming. They can't stop us. Can't stop. Won't stop. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's really happening. But um, I'm super excited. This year has been filled with a lot of ups, a lot of downs, everything in between, man. I've been pushed to my limits. I've been sad. I'm still a little sad sometimes, man. I've been grieving. You know, my best friend passed away. Carlos, we talked about in another episode. My cousin passed away in the beginning of the year. Freddie, um, there's been so much happening this year. But God is, has sustained me through it all, man. And for every ounce of bad, there's that much more good. For every down, there's been an up. And um, there's been so many things, like I said, that have attempted to derail me and push me away from this mission, push me away from what God has for me. Like the enemy literally tries to stop me at any length. But even if it meant trying to stop my life. But boy, when that calling is on your life, can't nothing touch it, can't nothing stop it. The only thing that can stop God's calling on your life is you. By not being obedient and not stepping into it and not believing in it and not doing your part. But I promise you, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I'm doing my part <laughs> and the evidence, the fruit is going to be there, man. You know, I may not always say it, but the signs will be there. You're going to know we doing something, man. So again, episode 100, 
I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all supporting, man. This means the world to me. I've met so many new people, even if I haven't met them in person, just virtually, you know, who are so encouraging and are doing amazing things themselves, man. And I'm, I'm excited. We're going to have more guests. We're going to have more features. We're going to do some amazing things. Um, but I encourage y'all continue to stay focused. May this next year be your best year. Continue to stay blessed. Just know I love you. I care about you. If you ever need anything, y'all know how to find me. Don't forget to leave a review because we talked about it. Leave it. Do it. Now's the time. (laughs) Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. So until next time, this is Daily Dimensions, episode 100, year and wrap up. I love y'all. Peace.